You're tuned in to Nerd Overload, your weekly pop and geek culture show covering movies, TV, games, and comics. Now your hosts, Cody Pinnock, Sam Dunham, and Josh Harrison. Hey everybody, welcome to Nerd Overload, the pop and geek culture show that's known for its snappy and funny intros. I'm Cody. I'm Sam. And that's what I'm bringing to the table today. <laughs> I'm Josh. And I'm Samantha. Oh, we have a great show for you this week. A uh, bunch of news, a bunch of game news and trailer news and all sorts of cool, fun stuff. But first, let's talk about some things we've been checking out. Check it out! All right, so what have we been doing this week that we want to tell the audience at large about? Uh, we watched Ms. Marvel. Oh, okay. That came out this yeah. week. Yeah. I mean, obviously, we're Been not going to get spoilery about it, although there's not a terrible a lot to spoil. It's fun. It's cute. It has its own visual and thematic style that separates it from the standard Marvel machine oh, content. Good. Good. So it, it's more worth watching, I think, than recent yeah. things have been. Yeah, it definitely feels like something different. I mean, I've heard Moon Knight's good. I still haven't watched it. <laughs> yeah, we only watched the first one, and I fell asleep halfway through Moon Knight. We need to go back for Moon Knight. <laughs> okay, but it's it's good that they're doing different things with uh, with the show. I mean, I um, would hope so with you know Kamala Khan and her rich history. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Hawkeye was great, but it was very much a Marvel thing. A Marvel thing. This has more in line with a spider, like a Spider Man movie, like. What was the middle Spider-Man? The one where he goes to Europe. I think it feels far, far from, from home. home. It feels close to that one for some reason. Oh, really? Lie. Okay. All right. The one the one with Mysterio. <laughs> yeah. No, I like that. That's cool. Okay. Uh, how many episodes are out? Is it just the, just, just just the, the one? one. Okay. And it really leaves you wanting more. Okay. Uh, because she just gets her powers that right there at the end. And it's just like, well, I want to see her do stuff with him now. So uh, yeah. next week, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> You'll have that. And it, I, it kind of turned me around on her powers being different. Mm. Um, because the way they do them is just kind of cool and interesting looking, I thought. Yeah, like the energy like hand kind of thing, right? Is that yeah. kind of it? Okay, yeah. Well, I mean, they got to save all that stretchiness for uh, Mr. Fantastic. For, for Jim. Yeah, for, for Jim. At this point, I think we can spoil it. Yeah. They're saving it for Jim Halpert. He's going to stretch his arm and then look at the camera and go, huh? <laughs> and you know the face that I'm making based on the uh, I, I sound I just made. Ben Grimm comes stomping into the lab. Reed, you put my stapler jelly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's clobber time. Uh, Rain Wilson, Ben Grimm. I would watch yeah, it. would be fine. You know what? Make him <laughs> yeah. just recast the office as the Fantastic Four. <laughs> Pam, Pam is Ms. Invisible Woman. It would work. Yeah, that's fine. That's Wait, fine. So so who would be the Human Torch? Creed. <laughs> <laughs> Just go against type? Yeah. Serial killer no, Creed? I mean, the real joke would be BJ Novak. I mean, the real answer is that guy. Because he's kind of the younger kind of yeah, snarky one. That's actually pretty good casting. Right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Steve Carell plays Doc Doom. He's Herbie. He's Herbie. Yeah. He's Herbie the robot. He's the yeah. voice of Herbie. Mm-hmm. Uh. <laughs> no, um, um, what's his name? Um, 
the HR guy would be to- Toby, Toby would be um <laughs> would be a uh, Doctor Doom because everyone hates him. <laughs> And he's in love with 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 yeah. Sue uh-huh. with Sue Storm. Yeah. Oh no, I guess that would be uh, Namor, Namor, the Submariner. Yeah. Oh, I heard he's going to be in Wakanda, Wakanda forever. He is. Yeah. Which is fine because because they originally wanted him to be part of the uh, Illuminati scene in mm. Doctor Strange, and they're like, mm, nope, can't do it. Because he uh, uh, Namor gets a start in a Black Panther comic, I think. Because Namor got his start in the first Marvel. Comics yeah, he was yeah, no, yeah, he was he was a World War II character. Oh, that's right, right, he right, was yeah. like from way oh, yeah, back. Yeah, he yeah, he was one of the invaders. Yeah. Yeah. That's right, that's right. I only know that from that Venture Brothers episode that has <laughs> that parallels every bit from the first Marvel Comics comic. Uh-huh. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I know Wakanda and, and Atlantis does go do go to war at one point in the comics. In the comics, yeah. I mean, that's eh, you know, you have very similar kind of geopolitical structure, you know, each one is Black Panther and, and Namor, you know, leaders of their country, small nation, hidden. highly technologically advanced. Exactly. Um, okay, so something I've been doing, I have been, I went back and have been playing the uh, Super Kirby Clash on the Switch. It is the, the Monster, Monster Hunter The one? Monster Hunter one. And uh, you know what? It's a lot of fun. Yeah, it was a good game when it came out. I played around with it for a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I've been I've been digging into it pretty deep. I mean, it came out at like a year ago, year or two, two years. And uh, <laughs> time has no meaning. It's always the longer amount of time. It is. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> if you're torn between two two units of time, it's, it's always the longer, the longer one. one. Mm-hmm. Yep. You always wish it were the shorter, but it's always the longer one. Yes. Yeah, uh, but no, it's a lot of fun. I mean, it's it's basically Monster Hunter, but in a very small scale. Uh, it's only four players, but you can play through the entire game with three uh, NPC characters. And it's, it's basically a Kirby boss rush where you're, yeah. you're stuck with one power the whole time. Yeah, yeah, but it's fun. It's a, it's a good time. I watched the new episode of Obi-Wan this week, mm-hmm. so we're up to four episodes. Only two more to go. And, yeah. Yeah, man, it feels like they should have did more. I know. I mean, it's got a lot going on. The I mean, third episode was so good. Yeah, yeah, it was really good. That's Ugh. the last one I watched was the third one. It was uh, really good, and it really like solidifies how much of a savage. Um, I don't know if we can we say it. Can we? Can we? Can we say who the big thing and then it is yet? I mean, you kind of knew he was going to be in the show. Okay, yeah. So Vader shows it's up. Vader, yeah. yeah. Vader shows up and just wrecks everyone's day, and it's. It's so good. It's very good. It's so amazing. It's very cool yeah. to see Darth Vader. And I hear it's it's actually Christian Haydenson. Yeah. The, Hayden Christensen. Hayden Christensen's in the Whatever, suit. whatever his you, name you, is. You dyslexic his name. I did, yes. Well, uh, either way, they're both in, in the Darth Vader costume. Yeah. <laughs> yes, he, he is in the suit, and James Earl Jones is doing the voice. Yeah. It is so good. I thought it was AI. No. no it's actually, no. It's actually James Earl it's Jones. It's actually him. He's a... From what I understand, he's he's not doing great, and that's why maybe it sounds a little bit like AI. Um, I think they, I think I did read that they modulated his voice a little bit to make him sound sound a little bit more like episode like or um nineteen seventy seven Vader. Yeah, that that kind of makes sense. I mean, he was he was in uh Coming to America, the sequel to Coming to America, <laughs> uh, but he's all of his scenes were like it done in one room, and it was very clear they were knocked out in one day yeah and he spent most of it in a bed so i don't 
Yeah, I'm not sure if he's doing I mean, 100%, he is, but he's like he pushing is, 90. Yeah, he's yeah. he's getting up there. Yeah. But, but I'm glad that they, you know, they, they're they trying. Him. Yeah. Yeah, and it's so good. It's so good. <laughs> oh, man. Like, he walk, he like he walks in, chews up the whole scene, almost literally. <laughs> Lighting stuff on fire. Light, there's lights. Dragon, dragging people through the street with the force. Yeah. Snapping necks like it's some kind of 80s action movie with the force. That last episode was surprisingly brutal. A stormtrooper gets cut in half by a laser. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He <laughs> had the high ground on Obi-Wan. Yeah. Oh. And Obi-Wan shot him. Well, there you go. And he fell onto a laser security thing that cut him in half. Okay. Yep. Uh, also, uh, it's not the first time he's cut cut a man in half, <laughs> right? <Yeah>. Right. <laughs> um. Oh, that mole guy is um. That the Zach Braff. Is Zach mole? Braff. That's that was it was Zach Braff. Yeah, Zach Braff was this alien mole guy driving a pickup truck. Oh man, Snack Braff was in this. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Like, Who's that voice? It's really familiar. Yeah. Yeah, it was Zach Braff. And like he's like this friendly farmer guy, but like when they walk around to get in the back of his truck, he's got like an imperial flag hanging off of it. Oh jeez! And everyone and like Obi Wan stops and like looks at it. And he's like, mm. and then they get to the checkpoint. And he's like, hey, I, these guys are kind of you know sketchy, so I brought them to you. I was like, oh, he sold them out. This nice guy sold them out to the fascist government. Yeah, mm. I, I saw a Facebook post where somebody had the shot of obi-wan using him as a shield oh then, yeah there's a jedi master using an innocent man as a shield it's like that's not an innocent mole man <laughs> <laughs> yeah that mole man is a fascist collaborator <laughs> <laughs> but uh at least they didn't kill him he true just, he just knocked him out mm. movie style quick one back to the head ah but oh man but vader shows up and it's so good and it's it's like it's like Marvel uh 2017 comics Vader like oh okay he, he's actually doing stuff he does not care like he is fully embraced the dark side he is just an angry angry robo man well at this point he's it's he's been doing it for like what 10 years 10 years yeah, yeah. so yeah oh yeah it's it's good stuff it's good stuff and like when he when him and like Grant this is all season this is all episode 3 stuff but he like when he finally meets up with with uh, Obi-Wan and they start like and he starts just taking him to school like he's taking him to school hard mm -hmm. and he's like he's like this this is what you made me and like <laughs> and then he lights the ground on fire and like drags Obi-Wan through it like slowly torturing him mm. see I I haven't watched the show yeah uh, obviously, because I never watch anything at the same time that you guys watch stuff. <laughs> I don't consume new media. I have to let it simmer for about two years before I get to anything. I It's my lot in life. I understand. But I don't know. I, I don't know if I like the idea of there being a meeting between Darth and Obi-Wan. Prior to their battle in the Death Star. Yeah, it, it kind of loses some of the gravitas when Vader says in A New Hope, I haven't this felt this... And, um, since yeah and i mean i guess they could say i mean technically they could say since last week i suppose but it's like i don't know that kind of it's the same thing the, the first couple episodes have been out for a while so like I could another talk about, probably like another 10 years before that meeting well, happens. That's, well, that's true that's <laughs> true but i guess i don't know it just kind of loses a little bit of that for me the same with can we talk about spoilers for episode yeah yeah sure two, I think, because did. i've been i've been spoiled for it 
Um, Meeting young Leia. Young Leia. I mean, I guess I can kind of understand why they had to set up some kind of meeting between the two of them now to set up why she thinks Obi-Wan's the only one that can help her and why she would name her kid Ben. Yeah, that all makes a lot more sense. It makes now. more sense, in a, but in a good earned way, I felt. But in when you go back and watch the original Star Wars movie, it makes it sound like she only knows Obi-Wan based from off stories. of what she's heard from her dad. Yeah, stories from her dad. So I mean I mean she refers to him as General Kenobi, you know? Yeah, so I you know, I don't know. I mean I I need to actually watch it to have an actual opinion on I mean, it. And but we don't know how it ends yet we don't. either. But also, also, I mean, George Lucas had huge plot holes in his own series because I don't care what he said. He did not pre-write all this stuff. Yeah, no. Or, or oh, else, absolutely not. Or he else, wrote it in a weekend with his kids. It uh, was my intention to to have tiny baby Leia meet Obi-Wan Kenobi when he's in his 50s. It's yeah. always my intention. Yeah, but like... <laughs> Uh, I always love your. I always love your. George Thank Lucas. you. Thank you very much. Uh, but like the whole thing, where like, um, like when o- when Obi Wan fights Vader on the Death Star, and he refers to Vader as Darth, like Darth is his first name, and not like a title that was later on. Oh yeah, all Sith lords have this title. It's stupid. You know, I don't care about uh, plot holes and stuff like that. I don't. It's that's not a big deal. Yeah. I guess I just don't. I don't need things that happen in shows specifically to go oh that's how it was done i don't need everything laid out and again i shouldn't have a say in anything i haven't watched it it could be the best bit of media ever created i mean it is very good but i think part of the reason why they're using leia is because to sell because baby yoda no not sold a lot of toys and no. we need to we need to push those baby doll leias no it's there's not. a there's an okay. overarc there's an overarching plot in the show that i was the, being facetious yeah. i know i wasn't actually they're, they're not pushing her as a cutesy character no okay. she's a she is i know a, i was making she's I a mouthy brat making yeah. anyway. the tiny leia yeah, yeah. yeah. she's a tiny leia but it's more like um, the whole caveat of like the Inquisitors thing on top of hunting remaining Jedi, they're looking for four sensitive children. Oh, yeah. And they okay. are laying real heavy into Leia being force sensitive, which we all know that she is and will be and yada yada, especially when we have Carrie Fisher in the new trilogy actually having a lightsaber and using and using the force. Yeah. But like there's uh, they even they even name drop. um Oh, a Jedi from Clone Wars that was helping force sensitive children. They're, they even name drop a Jedi from Clone Wars slash the extended universe stuff. And did you clap? No. Did you clap when they said it? No, because I had to go back and look up who that character okay. was. Because <laughs> I didn't remember him. He's in one episode of Clone Wars. Mm. One. They referenced that uh, that video game, too. Um, oh, oh uh, Fallen Order? Yeah. How do they reference they, that one? They mention a planet that's in it or something, oh, I guess. Oh, okay. All right. I guess I missed that part. But anyway, episode four is very good. My other quick check it out, and it's this is old media. If you want to talk about old media, let's do some old media. Um, I watched the entirety of Madoka Magica. <laughs> oh I'm yeah, sorry. Okay. Are you okay? <laughs> I'm yeah. fine. I'm fine. I'm surprised you guys haven't finished it. It's only twelve episodes long. I, we watched most of them. I don't think we did ever finish it though. But anyway, Madoka Magica is a anime with it's a lot. Yeah, it is a lot. <laughs> it's a lot. Um, with you know, cute magical girls like you know, akin to your card captor sakura or a sailor moon or something but it by episode two it's like oh by the way this is a really dark horrible life yeah 
Yeah. Uh, Evangelion is to Gundam as Madoka, Madoka Magica is to Sailor Moon. Is to Sailor Moon. Yeah. Yes, that is yeah. a that is a perfect um, analogy for mm-hmm. it. And that is a thread that runs through all of the creators' works. Is it? Goro, uh, um, what what is his name? Urobuchi, I think his name was. Mm. Um, yeah, Goro Urobuchi. Um, uh, people in the online call him Go- the Goro Butcher. Oh, because he, like all of his media has that kind of stuff. Uh, Goro in- the anime butcher. Yeah, in- including <laughs> Common Rider Gaim, the cutesy Common Rider oh, right. about about fruit samurais and existential dread. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, I, it's a lot of like, what if, th- but what if this was real though? It's yeah. not that it's not so fun really when you think about it. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's a very visually interesting anime, uh, especially when they fight the monsters called the witches because they have mm-hmm. to go into these little pocket dimensions that are something akin to like uh yellow submarine or Pink Floyd's the wall. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. It is really weird. Like it doesn't look like anime. Mm. Like you have these cute little anime girls running around their little magical outfits and whatnot with their weapons. And then, you know, these weird heads with big handlebar mustaches and realistically buff legs walking around. Yeah, and like kind of like almost uh mosaic looking art kind yeah, of it's interesting. Weird. But it's violent, it is depressing. The cute animal that you think would be a great merchandising option is literally Satan. <laughs> or almost literally Satan. Yeah. Characters die for real forever very early when you don't expect them to. <laughs> oh, yeah. The mentor chick gets her head bitten off. Yeah. Boy, you are describing Common Rider Gaim. <laughs> Honestly. Yeah. One of the main writers gets killed within eight episodes of the, of the 52 episode series. And his uh, rider belt, change belt, is mass produced and turned into the shock troops for the rest of the series. Ugh. Yeah. I I think mommy gets killed in the second episode of Madoka. Yeah. 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 Yep. Yep. She's like, oh, I'm this veteran magical girl. I'll teach you guys how to be magical girls. And if you decide you want to make that wish, oh, by the way... I'm out. Yeah, you, now I'm dead. Yeah, you find out that the monster that Gaim killed in the first episode is actually his best friend who was turned into a monster by falling into a pocket dimension. Oh. Uh, that's like when Shinji finds out he accidentally killed his friend. Yeah. Or almost killed his friend. Because didn't he survive? Didn't he survive? Depends the- on the version you yeah, want. Uh, yeah, it depends on which one. Mm, yeah. Okay. Oh, also Madoka Magic apparently has three movies with a fourth one coming out. Yeah. The first two movies recap the series. The third movie takes place after the end of the series because there's like a big, goofy, weird thing that happens. Why would you watch two movies when it's only a 12-episode series? I mean, <laughs> lots of lots of anime movies that spawn from series will recap a whole series. Yeah, that's one of the one of the Evangelion movies is just that. A recap, yeah. yeah. I mean, two of them are because you you cannot whatever the first oh, yeah, one yeah, the, is basically the first series recap. Yeah, there's there's very little changed in the first rebuild movies except yeah. for, except for like the end. Yeah, but then once you get to like the third and fourth re- yeah, rebuild totally movies, different. yeah, you yeah. you branched completely into an alternate reality. Yeah, and anime loves doing alternate realities. I think more so than than Marvel than Marvel does. comics. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. But no, I like it. Um, it is depressing. <laughs> <laughs> well, Evangelion's such a merchandising factory in Japan that they had mm-hmm. to do something to make more of it. So, yeah, right. <laughs> that's right. 
That's true. I mean, it's it's right up there with with your Gundam and Studio Ghibli. Like, Which I mean, you <laughs> wouldn't think it would be a merchandise machine because it's very heady. Yeah, it's extremely heady. Like, it's weird, but it, yeah. it, it is weird. I mean, it's it's like Rick and Morty. You got to have a high IQ to understand the humor yeah. of that show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Evan Gilly, you got to have a high level of depression to get that show. <laughs> <laughs> That explains why I like it so much. <laughs> uh, I think that's all I... Oh, I kind of checked out um, from Devolver. I checked out a demo for a game called Card Shark. I watched a little bit of a playthrough of this. It looks really interesting. Yeah, it is interesting, but also it's kind of hard because if you're not paying attention, you don't remember how to do certain things. And you're like, oh, I'm supposed to do something here. That's, I don't remember which card suit I'm supposed to trick. It, that, yeah, that's the game about cheating at cards, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Exclusively about cheating at cards. Yeah. But it has like this weird kind of like old timey art style. Like it's not quite medieval art because it takes place like in like. It's set in 1800s France. Yeah. But it has like this. So old, like French Revolution. French yeah. Revolution style. Yeah, yeah. Around then. Yeah. Actually. And uh it looks really interesting. Oh, yeah. It, it and is. they are teaching you actual real world ways to cheat at cards. <laughs> sort of. No, so, it is. Well, the three card Monty, you don't actually see how the cheat works. It just tells you to hit a button to cheat. Oh, yeah. Well, because that, 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 one, that one's all timing. That one. Well, that's you're picking which card to, to put down. Yeah. And you're but, trying to hide it. But like but, cutting, cutting the deck. Yeah. Cutting the stacking deck. Stacking the deck. Jogging that card so you know where to card. cut it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's all. It's all real. It's really interesting because you're not actually playing cards. You're helping a guy cheat at cards. <laughs> yeah, that's the whole thing. And like, it's like you're pouring. You're you're his helper, and you're pouring him a glass of wine. But you're looking at you're the looking, cards of the other. Looking at the other players' cards, and then you're like wiping the table a certain in a way, certain direction to to notate. Okay, how many times did they wipe, and what direction did they wipe, and that's the num- the number and the and suit, suit of the card, of, of their highest card. Yeah. And there's like a there's like a timer at the bottom that is like their suspicion meter. Yeah, and it's slowly going up. And if you screw something up, it goes up way faster. <laughs> and oh. you and you, you know the guy that you're helping cheat might get challenged uh, to a duel. Yes, and uh, difficult like the highest difficulty is permadeath mode. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> nice. Yeah, yeah. It's really interesting. I, I I I played through the demo a bit, and I was like, oh man, I I almost want to get this game. <laughs> it seems high stress. Oh and yeah. I don't play games to be high stressed <laughs> yeah mr mr bug snacks pokemon master over there <laughs> yeah it's a chill game for chill dudes all right <laughs> i played all the way through battlefield hardline for some I reason i hate battlefield of the, i love battlefield games hardline is the one i like the least i don't know why i played it i just saw it on game pass and i'm like yeah i'll do the cop one because that's what it's battlefield where you're a cop for at least the first half of it. Okay. Um, it's just a dumb shooty game, and I guess that's just what I needed at the time. Okay, gotcha. Um, and there's there's like non-lethal and arrest mechanics that are kind of fun to exploit. Like it like it's fun to sneak through the entire level and just like not do the shoot. Hmm. Like you you can sneak up on people, and as long as there's less than three of them there. You can tell them to freeze and then arrest them. And it's just kind of fun to work through the environments and find ways to, to, to not separate. Gun. Yeah, to separate these the criminals into groups of threes, I guess, so you can arrest them. Hmm. And then you're you're rewarded for doing that. I mean, you can go through and just guns blazing, but you don't you're not rewarded for that. Gotcha. It's, it's a, you're not punished for it. 
but you're but not, not rewarded. rewarded. Gotcha. <laughs> See, I played the multiplayer when it was first coming out, and I hated the fact that I'm like, why do why do cops need a helicopter with a minigun on it? Oh yeah, it's not. It's 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 pretty morally reprehensible the entire game. <laughs> I mean the lev- the evolution stuff was good because it was like right after Battlefield Three when they started really throwing in like or no yeah after Battlefield Three and they really started throwing in like the the level changing mechanics of like oh if you hit this building enough it'll fall over and create this kind of obstacle kind of thing and like I said I don't like Battlefield Hardline I think it is the it is the it has the least amount of choices when you when you want to play a military style shooter thing. But also, I hate the idea of having you know, you know, having police with the, the militarized with, police. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, the I, the single player is fun, and I enjoyed the dumb plot. It was like a like a cop show or movie that was written by a eleventh grader. That's what it felt like. <laughs> okay, all right. Um, you you get to escape from a like like right wing cult in the desert. That was kind of fun. <laughs> you, you start out as a cop, but then you get framed for a crime that you didn't commit by dirty cops, and it just goes off the wall from there. It's okay. really stupid, huh? Um, but it was. But I played all the way through it, and I couldn't tell you why I did it. <laughs> Sometimes you just need a, a a dumb game like that. I guess there's some heist stuff toward the end that is like over the top and kind of fun too. Okay. That the whole reason why you go, you go bust up that cult is because they have a robot that can brute force a safe open. <laughs> so you, you get that robot and then you go to the big tower where the corrupt, the most corrupt cop of all is. So you can break into a safe with the robot okay. and then repel out of the building on a wire. Huh? Yeah, that sounds like a that sounds like a dumb cop movie. Yeah, yeah. If I want to do a a, a crazy heist with a robot that opens safes, I'll just play Payday too. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, let's go ahead and take a break here, and when we come back, we'll get into some news. Hi, everyone. I'm Greg Dunham, the host of Long Play here on WZMO. Long Play is a show that appeals to music lovers of all ages. Here's an example. I love Long Play. There you have it. A completely unsolicited endorsement for one of our youngest fans. Grandpa, where's my candy? Ellie, be cool. Grandpa! Ellie and I would like to invite you to tune into Long Play every Friday at 11 p.m. and Saturday at 3 p.m. right here on 104.7 WCMO. Hey, we are back from the break. Let's go ahead and get into some news. All right, take it away. What are we talking about first? For some reason, the song from Guts popped into my head. Nickelodeon Guts. <laughs> I don't know why. All of a sudden, I just thought, do you have it? Is it because I said take it away, and that's what they say to, uh, what's her name? To Mo, yeah. To Mo. Take yep. it away, Mo. Yep, that's that was it. That's it, yep. <laughs> Man, I wanted to climb that stupid fake mountain. So I bad. want a piece of that radical rock. You can buy replicas on Etsy, it's not the but, same. They're, but they're it's very not, expensive. They are very the expensive. Same. Don't think I haven't thought about it. <laughs> it would look very good in the office, but no. It would. No, it would look better if we all had Legends of the Hidden Temple t-shirts. Yeah. Also <laughs> possible. <laughs> and anyway. a lot more financially reasonable than, the, yeah, than that's a glowing true. piece of that radical rock. <laughs> anyway, so... 
That is a phrase that will be embedded into my brain for <laughs> oh, the rest of my life. I'll be 80 years old and I'll be talking about that pe- that but, glowing piece of the radical rock. <laughs> okay, okay, Grandpa, <laughs> believe me about the radical rock. Good <laughs> <laughs> Take your medicine. Yeah. Wow, well, there was a radical rock and we all wanted it. <laughs> Take me away, Mo. <laughs> that's your last word. Yeah, that's you die. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> the 90s though right 90s that's right kids. 90s 90s stuff uh all right so hey do you want to talk about some video games sure all right so e3 the, is not the, happening the guts game for the super nintendo ah oh, that game was so hard it was awful it was terrible yeah <laughs> Very difficult game. No, um, so E3 is not happening this year, but in its place, um, the Dorito Pope Jeff Keeley has <laughs> created his own uh, his own video game uh, thing called Summer Games Fest. And it, it was a two-hour <laughs> thing that happened. It sure was a thing that happened that wasn't very exciting. No. And it, they broadcasted it to IMAXs, and I can't even imagine how boring that oh, would be. Oh, that would have been so boring. And to sit in a theater for two hours while they show you commercials about video games that don't even look all that interesting. I mean, it's just like the Game Awards that Jeff Keighley also does, only they they have dropped the pretense of an award show, <laughs> and they've, they've cut out the chaff, and now they're just showing you the trailers. <laughs> yeah. I mean, to be fair, it's kind of the only thing we really cared about with E3 was game announcements. Yeah. You didn't need a whole festival or a whole convention for it. And the and the Game Awards award part it just rewards whatever movie game is the biggest. Yeah. Like, whatever game that is the closest to a movie that comes out that year wins. Basically. But you know what? <laughs> you, you do also get fun... Fun things like when uh, Vin Diesel and G- and uh, uh, what's her name Rodriguez came out on the stage, visibly drunk and <laughs> rambling incoherently about racing games and Tekken. I think pronounced Tekken wrong. Yeah, or Tekken. Something. Yeah, Tekken. <laughs> or you get the guy that made um, a way out, and uh, it takes two. Yeah, saying going on a tirade and yeah, and, yeah. Do- doing a big time swear, doing a lot of big time swears. So anyway, Summer yeah. Games Fest. Anyway, See, Summer Games Fest. That guy's a good dude and his games are good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so tell me about Summer Jeff Fest. Summer Jeff Fest had a lot of announcements for games that were sci-fi horror shooters. <laughs> so if you like Dead Space, but you don't want to play Dead Space, you've got three brand new games just like it coming out. Yeah, what are those n- games called? Uh, Callisto Protocol, which is actually made by the people who made Dead Space. Okay, but they so don't have the that'll rights. be the good one, kind of, maybe. Yeah, it's like they took Dead Space and took all of the things about it that are interesting and removed them. Ah, okay. Because <laughs> Dead Space had like a bunch of cool alien, like dead body aliens, and like mm-hmm. the main character had an iconic cool suit of armor that was almost Samus-esque in its, oh, yeah. in its iconic nature, and now you're just some dude... And it's space zombies. <laughs> okay. And then there's another game called Routine that looked exactly like this. And then another one called Fort Solace that was also exactly like that. All right. Also, All right. there was Aliens Dark Descent, which just looks like Dead Space with aliens. Yeah, it's licensed Dead Space. 
Wow. <laughs> like in the trailer for Ali- for Aliens Dark Descent, there's even like a human zombie cyborg thing. I don't know if it is an android that all the skin melted or what. They don't explain it. Like you see it for like two seconds and then it's just a sea of xenomorph aliens. Uh, apparently marketing has decided that the sci-fi horror um, concept is a profitable thing to, to push. So that's what all the games are now. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what? Okay. So what what big sci-fi horror thing came out two-ish years ago, two to three years ago? Because that's when these games would have gone into development. That's true. I Was there a big... See, I can't really think if there was anything major movie or game-wise. Alien Isolation? Well, yeah. Alien Isolation, yeah, I guess. Yeah, that, that didn't do gangbusters, but it was critically yeah. like, liked. I don't, I don't know. I don't know what it is that that have... Wasn't there talk of another Dead Space or a Dead Space remaster? Yeah, they're doing, a re- they're doing a remaster. Mm-hmm. Um, but even EA's like, no, we're not doing Dead Space anymore. It wasn't profitable enough. Right. So, <laughs> so somewhere along the way, the switch has flipped, and the accountants at big studios have decided, that, "Hey, this is what's going to make us money." Yeah, this is this is what we get now. Instead of, I guess it's better than military shooter. I suppose. All I right. Mean, so, what are some of these other games? Um, Midnight Suns. That's a Marvel thing, right? Yes. Uh, they released a trailer for Midnight Sun. Which is a, I don't know if it's going to play like the Avengers game or the Guardians game. There's not a lot of... Neither. (laughs) It's a strategy game. It's like XCOM. Oh, is it? Yeah. Okay. It's by the people who made XCOM. Okay. Okay. Um, But yeah, you have uh, your favorite Marvel characters fighting the legions of hell, basically. Yeah. So I remember the Midnight Suns as a concept from the uh, Marvel Knights comic line yeah they're the slightly like, darker they're, yeah they're like the dark they're like oriented. the dark avengers basically yeah uh in the trailer you see venom uh ghost riders there probably yeah ghost riders there uh ghost yeah, rider with a car oh so it's the 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 jamie um, yes um i almost said jamie reyes and that's that's blue beetle that's not <laughs> it, it, reyes is his last name though yeah yeah yeah. Uh, they, yeah they showed the big bad lady and i forget what her name was she's a big bad demon Oh, that could be anyone. They, they yeah. call her. She call. She call. She refers to herself as mother. Um, um, Big bad mommy is there. Oh, it's not Lady Dumitresque. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah, <laughs> that's why that. That's why this game's being made. Yeah. <laughs> the trailer used Metallica music, which I thought was incredible. Master of Puppets. Yeah, it yeah. uses Master of Puppets, which feels yeah, because she possesses people. She in- possessed Venom, uh, Hulk. It feels incredibly dated, though. Like who, who gets excited to hear Master Puppet? No, nope. well, no one. Yeah, but uh, I don't know. It, it'll, it'll be interesting. Uh, the pre-order bonuses you get: um, Defender skin for Doctor Strange. Oh, okay. Oh, Spider-Man's in it. Wolverine's in it with his weird magical, with all their weird supernatural fighting, you know, outfits. Yeah, yeah. It looks kind of neat, though. I yeah. I mean, with this, maybe we'll get like a Fear Itself Thor game or something. <laughs> That'd be kind of neat. Oh, yeah. Get all the Avengers and like magic, you know, Asgard armor. I'll yeah. be about it. The, mm. X, the XCOM games are really good and really fun strategy games. So it I could it, it could work. Can't see it hap- happening. Okay, cool. Uh, we have Goat Simulator 3. Yeah, they teased it like it was a new Dead Island game, which is weird, <laughs> but it's very much not. It's Goat Simulator, but with multiplayer. And I love the original Goat Simulator. 
uh, this is the second game in the series. Yeah. That's the joke. Um, oh, the goat similar guys and all their trolling. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. Well, the, the original was like, game was like basically it's like a janky, almost like a skateboard style game, but instead you're a goat it's doing like tricks just and causing chaos, causing chaos. It's like, yeah. G, it's like Gmod, but you're just a goat the whole time. Yeah, yeah. And they they put so many updates, like weird oh. parody updates, into the original Goat Simulator that there might as well be two games. Might as well. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. there was a multiplayer update for Goat Simulator. I thought, or, or there's also an I RPG one. I think it was one. fake. I oh. think it was fake. There was like a fake MMO mm-hmm. update. Uh, let's see. We also have uh, the next uh, character uh, announced for Street Fighter VI. Uh, returning, it's Guile. Da 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 da. Guile. Yes. Uh, and he, I mean, he does all the things. He do, He throws the sonic booms. He does the flash kicks. He's got the big tall hair. He's got the hair that he that he combs in his in his uh, uh, idle animation. He looks cool, and he everything really cool. about this Street Fighter looks really cool. Yeah. <laughs> Once again, they made a character better by adding a, a beard to him. Yeah. I mean, it worked for Dalsim and Ryu. And Ryu, yeah. Uh, it's and not a big beard. It's, it's not a big. It's a little little goatee. Yeah. Yeah. Very tasteful, tasteful goatee. Tasteful goatee. Yeah. Now, when when will they give Cammy her tasteful goatee? <laughs> her Chunli. Oh, there we go. Yes. Her mutton chops that yeah. she needs. Yep, yep. <laughs> they give they give Blanca a, a Lenny. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, Blanca, Blanca just needs like a little like a little pencil thin like the John um, Waters the John mustache. Waters mustache yeah. the creep mustache <laughs> just a little just a little tiny yeah. Boy, uh, Ken Master sounds like he would maybe grow a beard or just stop taking care of himself as it a whole. It sounds as though he's going to in this game. Yeah. <laughs> Did you hear anything about this? No. So along with like, so the game, um, like all the ma- all the characters uh, and their designs leaked. Um and Capcom actually did something good this time. Instead of you know cracking down on it, they they all said, "Well, we've all Whoops. seen it. Yeah. Whoops. I'm I'm glad you're still enjoying it, but we all saw it. Uh, but no, apparently in this game, uh, Ken is now a uh, divorced and has lost all of his money, <laughs> and his wife took their son, and he's fighting in sweatpants. So he's he's sad, Ken. He's sad, Ken. Yeah. yeah. He's lost everything. <laughs> I, I was beginning to think maybe he was like gonna like get the dark ado or whatever. Since like Ryu doesn't he do it anymore. He very well could. He could. We sh- we could see violent Ken in this game. Yeah. And there's an extremely buff MMA lady. Yes, there is. <laughs> She's huge. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, uh, you, yeah. You guys talk about the next game while I pull up a picture of the, uh, the uh, folks. Uh, there, there was a new announcement for that really good-looking Turtles beat-em-up. Uh, oh, Shredder's yeah, Shredder's Revenge. Revenge. Yeah. Um, they added Casey Jones, which fan-favorite Casey Jones, who I've always thought was real cool for some reason with what with his sporting equipment. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of funny how in the first Ninja Turtles movie, they made his mask accurate. They could have just grabbed any hockey mask or a Jason mask. No, they actually made a full-on... Anyway, anyway, Casey Jones, uh, you know, so now you have all the turtles, you have Casey Jones, you have April and Splinter. Oh, and Splinter. And you can play them all at once. It is a six person multiplayer, which is way too many characters on the screen at once. Yeah, it's going to be madness. Yeah. I I can't wait for it. Castle Crashers gets 
bananas with four people. Yeah, this this is this is six people plus about forty uh, foot soldiers on screen all at the same time. Mm-hmm. So you're, what you're saying is it won't play well on the Switch. Yeah, <laughs> it'll stutter. It'll stutter like me trying to read a read a an ad line. <laughs> <laughs> but it's also coming to Microsoft Game Pass. So mm-hmm. if you have that. You don't have to pay for it. Yeah, then yeah. you'll have the game the day it comes out on PC and Xbox. Honestly, I sound like an ad. <laughs> game Pass, I, I hate to say it, but Game Pass has been probably one of the best things to happen in video gaming in a long time. It, it is the best deal in video games, like, hands down. <laughs> like it's, it's better than Gamefly. It's better than PlayStation Now. I don't understand why other people can't get behind it. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, was that all the game stuff, or are there more stuff? Uh, there was the, the Day of the Devs Day stuff. Day of the Devs. Yeah, th- this is a, a show they do every year. It's been going on for 10 years where it's it's more indie-focused. Mm-hmm. Um, Which is fine, because I've been enjoying indie games a lot more than the big guys lately. Yeah. yeah. Well, because the big guys only make sci-fi horror games now. Or military yeah. shooters. But, yeah, after, after Jeffy Jeff Fest, mm-hmm. this was a breath of fresh air. Air. These games look so much more interesting than uh, than the stuff on the Summer Games Fest. There was one called Time Flies, where you play as a fly and you have the exact lifespan of a fly to do a list of tasks oh, before you die. Interesting. <laughs> oh, that's cool. It had a cool like black and white pixel art style, but conceptually, that's a gr- great idea. That's a good for idea. A game. Yeah, that's a I really mean, good idea. I like Bee Simulator. Yeah. <laughs> I'm serious. Uh, what's this other one you have listed here? Uh, Choo Choo Charles. Yeah. <laughs> Justin, do you want to do Choo Choo Charles? So Choo Choo Charles is a first person survival horror set in a world where you're on a train on a track or like a train engine on a track. Trying, mm-hmm. I don't know. I think you're trying to get somewhere or something. I, it's not, I'm not really 100% sure what the actual, what your motivation of the game is. But the villain slash monster is a sentient monster train called Charles Choo Choo Charles, which is like Thomas the Tank Engine with some Lovecraftian horror. With spider legs. Okay, all right. Like there's like kind of like a stealth element where like if you hear Charles coming, you have to like shut your engine off and your lights off real quick so he doesn't see you. Really? Oh wow, this sounds um, weird. You can but upgrade. Good. You can upgrade your train with armor and stuff and make it faster. You can put a gun on it so you can fight Charles. Yeah, I, I think the the objective of the game is to power up your train enough so you can beat Charles. Interesting. I, but Charles isn't like limited to the track like you are. Yeah. Like you oh. have to, like you could you have to stop your train, go collect, you know, supplies, do talk to people, do quests or whatever. Yeah. Uh but then you got to get back on your train. Charles has legs. <laughs> Charles can go anywhere. <laughs> I feel like Charles was spawned from like those Skyrim mods where they threw like Thomas the Tank Engine instead yeah, of Drax. Yeah, that, that's exactly I I had just come to that conclusion myself. <laughs> but it's still not as good as the Macho Man Dragon. No, uh, nothing. Skyrim <laughs> mods. Yeah. But yeah, it looks like it might be like truly actually terrifying because Charles is awful looking. Like, Yeah, that's not great. It's all the things I hate. <laughs> are, you, are you looking him I'm, up? I'm looking at Choo Choo Charles right now and that's not great. No, it's terrifying. I hate it. I, I can't wait to play no, it. That, uh, yeah, I mean, it is. Yeah. it is definitely just... 
nightmare fuel um thomas the tank engine <laughs> there was other great stuff at the day of the devs but those were the things that that i remember most from it were those two and it's worth just going back and watching oh, man. the whole presentation yeah. so uh i'm a big like warhammer 40k uh fan oh there's a bunch of that right oh yeah oh yeah uh they announced a game that looks really fun it's called bolter and it looks like old school doom just in the warhammer 40k universe right like first person pixelated you just I didn't it. see this. Yeah, I, but you have me at old school Doom. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, when we when we get done, I shared it on my Facebook. You should watch it. But yeah, I'm super excited about it. I'm like, I want to wreck. I want to wreck. You know, I, chaos agents in the name of the emperor with a pixelated boulder rifle. <laughs> I forgot about the Devolver show. Oh yeah. Um, it was really fun and funny again. Um, a lot of there wasn't a lot of new reveals. A lot of the games they showed were stuff, stuff that that's already out is known. Uh, but it was funny, and then they they put Suda Fifty One inside of a giant robot. Oh, good! Uh, so watch the watch the thing. It's funny. Yeah, I have to watch it then. Um, the best game they showed, I thought that was a new thing, was called uh, Plucky Squire, and it's a game where you're a little squire inside of a little like a children's book. Uh, but then you leave the book, and you can go out around on like in a kid's room as a little like cartoon knight, and it. It changes gameplay styles. Oh, interesting. And stuff like it looks really neat. It's worth watching that trailer, too. Okay. Yeah, right on. Right on. That pretty much closes up the the video game portion of the show, I feel like. Okay, cool. Until next week after we've had the Xbox and Bethesda showcase. Yeah. If they don't announce a new Elder Scrolls, I think I'm just going to set them on fire. Yeah. And the secret uh, Nintendo Direct we should be getting soon. It'll just be another Skyrim release. (laughs) They'll just show a bunch of Starfield, I bet. Yeah. Ugh. All right. Yep. All right. So we had a couple of movie trailers. Uh, first up, Black Adam with uh, The Rock. Dwayne Johnson. Yeah. I hate it. I mean. <laughs> How do you really feel? Yeah. I mean, I. Okay. I hate the marketing for this movie because they're marketing like Black Adam, like he's going to be some kind of hero or something because they had an ad like. But when when the when the Batman came out, there was like DC has heroes or something. And there was like scenes from like like from Black Adam and then, you know, Justice League and Shazam and all that stuff. And I'm like, Black Adam is not a hero. Black Adam has always been a villain. The the main arch villain of Captain Uh, Marvel, Captain Marvel slash Shazam. Shazam. Yeah, he is a bad guy. Don't get me wrong. I think The Rock is a perfect guy to play Black Adam. But The Rock won't play a villain in a movie like these days. He has. When was the last one that he's played a villain in? Doom. How long ago was Doom? Yeah, he was called. They they credited him as the, the Rock. Rock in Doom, whereas yeah. they don't do that anymore. No. Either. <laughs> I mean, I guess if you're being technical, he was the antagonist, kind of, of one of the Fast and the Furious movies. What, what, but he made a, a heel turn at the end. What would you What would you call what he was in Southland Tales? Oh God. <laughs> I can't tell you what he was. Uh, a mess is what he was. Southland Tales is a mess. That was a fun movie. It was. It's just such a ridiculous spectacle that you can't help but be like, wow. Yeah. The whole time. Oh, yeah. But uh, but no, he like does not play villains, like straight up villains in movies. Well, then he puts stuff in his contracts where like, I can't lose a fight. Or, I can't like, lose a I, fight. I can only... T- take so many punches or whatever mm-hmm. like he has ridiculous clauses in his contract something like that so he has so, a legitimate hero complex yeah that's dumb why would a man be that large if he didn't have a hero <laughs> complex 
<laughs> a good point. I mean, I watched Megamind. The big guy was the bad guy. Well, yeah. But uh, well, he, well, The Rock would not play Megamind because he's not a good he's guy. He's not a good guy. <laughs> That's right. Um, but yeah, no, uh, it looks, I think this looks fine. I mean, it looks, but it looks visually like it's going to be a good movie. I don't take this the wrong way. Now that I've said that, you're going to take this the wrong way. But the movie, all of the shots look very brown. Oh, yeah. How you dare t- you, sir? <laughs> no, no, everything what? is dusty and brown. No, yeah, and yeah, it's not visually interesting at all. It's not. No, it's really it's, not. Brown and black, it, and it, it's this. It's the Snyderverse all, all yeah. over yeah. again. Yeah, this is definitely on that Snyder train. I know. I, I mean, even his bright yellow lightning bolt on his chest is, is obscured by dirt mm-hmm. or broken or scratched up. Yeah, or this, his giant pecs. This trailer uh, barely held my attention for its entire span. Yeah, it's. Um, it's it's something I'll watch if people say it's good. I'll watch it like three years after it came out, like I did with Shazam. The highlight is Pierce Brosnan talking as Mister as Doctor Fate as Doctor Fate, who is basically British Doctor Strange possessed by a magic possessed helmet. by a helmet. And I mean, oh, I'm, and the and the and the JSA. Yeah, I mean, there's part of me that is like, I never thought that they would put a character like Adam Smasher. In a live action anything ever. Hawkman looks all right. Hawkman looks N- fine. Not the Atom Smasher from Cyberpunk. That's a different No, that's a different, different guy. that's a different one. <laughs> uh what are some other trailers we had? Uh, Netflix is doing a Cyberpunk anime. Oh, they are. Yeah. yeah. Like Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven anime. Which, oh, okay. like I'm down. Is is it going to be a hot steaming mess for the first episode and <laughs> then get incrementally better as the series goes on? <laughs> it's possible. Okay. <laughs> I'm glad they're on brand. Anyway, uh, yeah, Castlevania Nocturne has a had a quick trailer. Teaser. Yep, yep. Um, the next the next step in the Castlevania anime Netflix saga, where we follow Richter Belmont. It's Richter, so it's either Rondo of Blood or Symphony of, Symphony the, Night. of the Night. I hope it's Symphony. That's yeah, a good, that's I mean, a good game to base it on. I mean, Alucard is also amazing, and Alucard was great in in all the other ones. In yeah, the, in the other ones. I can't wait till they get to the war of 1999 with Julius Belmont. And then afterwards, a Soma, Soma. with Soma Cruz and Genya Aricardo. <laughs> he's, uh, he's actually Alucard. Yeah. The, in a suit. In a the suit. guys that are in charge of that have talked about Soma Cruz a lot in interviews. So like it's going to happen. Yeah. They'll, they'll get there if Netflix lets them. Yeah. Maybe this is going to be like kind of like a maybe an Assassin's Creed kind of thing. Where they like jumping through the time? Where, yeah, where they go through the timeline of the Castlevania. Sure, sure. Why not? Why not? Why not? <clears throat> I mean, they could go back too. We, we we haven't seen Simon Belmont or Leon Belmont. Uh, Leon, I think, is mentioned in there's season a, there's two. There's a portrait of him on the wall in, yeah. in the in the Belmont vault where they keep all their goodies. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we had a trailer for Sandman, the yep. uh, Neil Gaiman's, where, where they Gaiman's keep Sandman. all their references to the game, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like like the wall chicken. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, but no, Sandman. It looks kind of boring, actually. It's just kind of dark. Uh, yeah, it, it I mean lo- the graphic novels are he's dark. So, he's so dusty. It looks like you would expect a Sandman to look like to look like. I guess. Yeah, it's yeah. a lot of people standing around going, "Oi." It's the Sandman. He's coming over here. Boy, Gov, it's the Sandman, isn't it? <laughs> I mean, you see, like, you see death for, like, 30 seconds, or not even that. Not even that. Like, she's like, boom, you know, pale girl, black hair, tank top. Okay, that's death. 
And then I guess you see like Lucifer like for like, I don't know, 2.5 seconds. And people were really mad about that, apparently. I, uh, you know, Neil Gaiman, uh, the Sandman is a very popular and, you know, critically acclaimed graphic novel. I, that I don't care for. <laughs> I've, ne- I've never read it. And it seems I like, like something Gaiman. I would in- appreciate. It would I, be something you would appreciate. I like Cody, Neil I Gaiman. Think, I think so. I like yeah. Neil Gaiman stuff, too. I just, I've tried to get into it for a couple of tries and it just doesn't click with me. I, Maybe I, it's because I don't listen to The Cure all the time. See, I like me some The Cure. <laughs> See, and well, they, well, then you're going to love Sandman. <laughs> I, I like how death is every 90s goth, uh, yeah. goth boys, goth girl fantasy. Basically, yeah. <laughs> Uh, uh, yeah. So you're saying I should I should turn on some Bauhaus and listen <laughs> or and read, and read Sandman. Well, that's that's what and, he and, listened to when and, he wrote it. Yeah. So why not? <laughs> and and dress like the crow. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds good. Sounds yeah. like a weekend. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Um, Netflix's Sonic Prime. Sonic Prime. They revealed everyone's favorite Sonic character, Big the Cat. Yes! <laughs> I love it. I and, love that stupid purple cat. And it, this is like the third 15 second long trailer they've had for this show, mm-hmm. which always involves like Sonic runs and then says two words and then the trailer ends. Well, he's got to go fast. Yeah. Yeah, he, he doesn't have time for conversation. Same with these trailers. They got to yeah. go fast. Yeah, this, they're regular length trailers for Sonic. Yeah. <laughs> I Unfortunately, mean, Big the Cat doesn't sound right. No. And I, I think it's just because you're not allowed to have duh, duh, dumb characters anymore. It's it's like, Pat, well, Patrick Starr is that. He's he's the last one. He's yeah. the last of his kind. And that's what, that's what Big the Cat should sound like. They should yeah. have gotten, uh, what's his name, uh, Roger Bumpus? Is no, that this guy? is Patrick. No, no that's... <laughs> Uh, Roger, Roger Bumpus, Bumpus is Squidward. It's Squidward. It's the, it's the other one. It's the one from, from Coach. Yeah. I forget... Well, they should have got John St. John they because got he's John the St. original John. voice of Big the No, Cat. he's going to be too busy trying to get into that Duke Nukem movie they're making. Yes, they, that's oh, fresh God. news for us today. Yeah. They just announced that Legendary and some other companies who... Some poor souls yeah. have been tricked into make, trying to make a Duke Nukem to movie. To resurrect Duke Nukem's just destroyed and, and riddled corpse for a film. Come get some. Hey, come get some. I'm Duke Nukem. I'm Duke Nuke them. Duke Nuke them. <laughs> I yeah. take a lot of lines from Full Metal Jacket. Yeah, yeah I've been banned from Dave and Buster's. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, I we talked about this before the show, and I think the only way they can make a Duke nuke, nuke Them show work is if he still has the mentality of super edgy mid-90s awesome, and he's trying to fit in fit to into our modern mo- world. Modern 2022, and he is the butt of every joke. That is the <laughs> only way... I feel that like it he, will work. I feel like he needs to have like he needs to be like in a support group like in Wreck It Ralph, and you'll see like Spawn <laughs> and Cable. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger from Last Action Hero. They need to make fun of the fact that every line he's he's famous for saying is from a movie. Or make it, or write it so that every line in the show that he says or in the movie he says is from a movie. Yeah. Like all of his all of his lines are quotes. The the beginning should be him him losing a trial against Sam Raimi. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Getting sued by Bruce Campbell. Yeah, Bruce Campbell definitely has to show up. Yeah. Groovy. Yeah. 
Uh, that's going to be terrible. Or like, he has like a sexual assault trial or something. Oh, that would be so accurate. Or no, he's he works as like an insurance insurance adjuster or something. He and looks he, like he looks like Bob from The Incredibles, yeah. in a little cubicle, busting out of a white button up shirt. And he's having a very uncomfortable conversation with an HR representative yes. about his behavior. Like, <laughs> That's how this movie should That's open. The, yeah, yeah. Oh, sure. Yeah. Why Duke, not? Duke, you can't say. Duke's not even his real name. They don't call him Duke. They, Duke's a nickname. They should call him something else. <laughs> Duke word. D- Ducal, Ducalton? Douglas. Mr. Douglas Newcomb. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Newcomb, you can't behave this way in the workplace, Mr. Newcomb. Hail to the king. Duke nuke them. He should only be able to communicate in lines from the game. Yeah, that's it. That's it. <laughs> Duke is the dude who peaked in high school and won't let it oh, go. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, he was that in the games, too. Yeah. <laughs> no. All right. Well, we've, hey, we have hit time. You've, you've told our uh, Janice from accounting to, quote, shake it, baby, multiple times, and we can't have that. Groovy. Yeah. <laughs> no, not groovy, Douglas. <laughs> <laughs> not groovy, Douglas Newcomb. <laughs> All right, so we have hit time, so we got to actually wrap things up here. You've been listening to Nerd Overload. Thank you very much for tuning in. You can find us each and every day over at nerdoverload.com. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, Instagram, and Patreon at Nerd Overload Now, baby. <laughs> want to dance <laughs> <laughs> you can email us at staff at nerdoverload.com you can give us a call on the nerd overload hotline i don't know who i'm doing now i, I don't I'm know nerded. i'm not sure who that is <laughs> calm down over there worm tongue you're gonna stab saruman on top of a tower that number is 586 <laughs> And you can also find all of our back episodes on various podcast apps such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, and more. And finally, I'd like to thank David Pencil for the use of our intro and outro. You can find more of his stuff over at davidpencil.com. So again, thank you all for tuning in, and we'll see you next week. Pizza out. I don't- <laughs>